Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am Eric Reger. And I'm Nolan Lorch. Uh, we're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're just a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For the month of October, we played Hades by Supergiant Games. Mmm! Yeah. <laughs> so good. Delicious. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the game and the rest of the pod, we got to cover some of our housekeeping. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. I actually saw another five-star review in there, so thank you Ooh. for doing that, uh, whoever was generous enough to, generous enough to do so. Um, you can send us any feedback to videogamerations at gmail.com. We want to know... What you want to play in future months, what you thought of the game we're playing this month, any questions, feedback, anything like that, you can do that in our Gmail. You can also uh, limit yourself to 240 characters if you would like. VG Rations uh, is the Twitter. And uh, in the Twitter bio, you will find a link to our Poppin' Discord server where we got game highlights. We're talking about what we're currently playing. We're talking about all sorts of nonsense. Uh, We got LFGs in there. Um, all sorts of fun hijinks constantly going on. LF, LFGs, CODs. <laughs> yeah, it's all man. It's all in there. Um, guys, we're in November now. Believe it or not. Um, October. I cannot came and went. I cannot believe it. Yeah, yeah. October is quick. It was quick. That month came and went. Uh, so what do you guys been playing to keep yourselves busy? Uh, I'm getting on the xbox train a little choo choo <laughs> that's my my level small enthusiasm your level of enthusiasm uh yeah i i went the route of doing the game pass since i updated my pc a little bit and i've mm-hmm. uh, been checking that out and uh one of the games that kind of stood out was outer worlds mm-hmm. so oh, have you been playing it yeah, I, I'm playing a little bit of it. I'm trying not to do what I did with Fallout and take like a vacation and just do that the whole time. <laughs> uh, but it's it's fun. It, it feels like a like lighter, not lighter in content, but just a lighter Fallout experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's good to look at. It's not a gross uh, wasteland anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like all brown it's, and welded. Yeah, everyone's doesn't have like dirt all over their face. They're kind of cleaned up a little, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. But still in a weird post post uh, not apocalyptic, but post world situation. Mm-hmm. With where corporations rule the world, <laughs> yeah, so, the, not at all similar to <laughs> our current situation. Yeah. Oh, the the first town you you enter is great. It just really sells you on the corporations. Yeah. Does that stick uh, land okay? Like, or does it get old quick? Uh, I don't know. I'm not off the first place yet. Uh huh. But everyone is considered company property, and so Ooh. if <sighs> if you were to kill yourself, uh, you owe the company, and it's whoever is closest to you, both in family or proximity. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Nice. So that, there's a lot of stuff like that. It's that good. is game is in my backlog now that I'll be on game pass too and hear a lot of good things now i'm looking at their list of games i knew that they did the second 
uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I knew about Fallout New Vegas. I didn't realize they did the Stick of Truth, the South Park uh, RPG, which yep. was great. Um, I didn't play the second one. I didn't play I didn't Fractured either. Butthole either, but that wasn't <laughs> Obsidian, apparently. That was somebody else. They also did Pillars of Eternity, yep. which is awesome. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're they're really good about uh, these type type of games. I mean, they've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And this also, like, if you look at the time to beat, I mean, there's a lot to do, but it's only 25 hours compared to like when right. you put in like 80 plus hours on a Fallout game. Yeah, I remember a lot of people saying they liked that about uh, this game that it was a bit shorter experience. So, and they just came out with some new DLC recently, if I recall. Yeah, and that's I didn't realize you'd mentioned that, but you do have to pay for all the DLC on Game on Pass. On Game Pass, yep. Yep. Mm, you get, I did not know that. Uh it depends on the game. Some games you do, some games you don't. Um but uh you get like whatever the Game Pass discount is. Mm-hmm. Is Obsidian owned by Microsoft? They now? are now, yeah. So they were purchased um hold on, let me check. But it was before like they were developing outer worlds obviously that's why it's on everything i think yeah uh it was purchased in november of 2018 by microsoft gotcha but that's why a lot of people are stoked about uh the zenimax with bethesda and obsidian being under the same roof that they can do obsidian can potentially do fallout games but they're already doing obsidian is Uh, making a vowed um which yeah that that trailer was dope that yeah people are really excited about that uh that was one of the only trailers that really stood out to me from like the games that were shown off Mm -hmm. in like the last few months where i was like oh hell yeah Mm -hmm. something something fresh from obsidian which is dope yeah yeah they like they own the western rpg apparently like that's pretty much the big Mm -hmm. companies Mm mm-hmm I can't find what the Game Pass discount is, but yeah, you get the discount on, uh, you get a discount on DLC and anything else you want to buy that's available in Game Pass. So, I want to say fifteen to twenty. I could. Be yeah, wrong. that that sounds about right. So you're, uh, just to be clear, you mentioned you're on the Xbox train, but that's just Game Pass for PC, right? Is what you're. Yeah, that, I mean, to. I'm probably holding off on next generation and see how long the, the Game Pass and the. Uh, ps4 last me yep it's not a bad not a bad uh option at all yeah yeah especially now that you're back on the the old pc yeah yeah might not even need to hop over to next gen yeah Uh, Uh, i'm i was feeling it and outer worlds has some pretty high graphics and spots so mm -hmm. and i think it had pretty long load times on Current gen, if I remember right, I could be I could be wrong. Eric, are you still running a SSD or like a regular hard drive, or do you have a, a solid state in there yet? No, it's all on SSD. Okay, it makes such a significant difference. It's insane. Yeah, that like I was from the last time we talked. I was I think I mentioned it in Discord, but Wasteland Three load times were un like not unbearable, but they were long, and they mm-hmm. cut it down to like a seventy percent load time and it's super quick on ssd really yeah it i can like die and like reload a save in like a couple seconds nice 
what are you playing, Nolan? I am. So it was October. Mm-hmm. We we didn't play a, a spooky game. No, we didn't. Um, me and Cody were gonna play Resident Evil Two, um, but that didn't that didn't happen. Our, we just were busy and our schedules were all over the place. And mm-hmm. um, so I played Doom twenty the twenty sixteen Doom. Oh, nice. Uh, I I um, I'm about like halfway or maybe two thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. That game's awesome. Nice, and it's just like mindless metal fun <laughs> i love you know? i love that game it was so good yeah it's real it's a blast um i love the i love the um oh the, uh, the death when you rip them yeah apart. like the the death blows or whatever what, to get like the extra life and shield yeah yeah, yeah. yeah or it's like a finishing move almost with like the chainsaw or the yeah so you have like the you can use the chainsaw to get like a ton of ammo mm-hmm. or you can do the finishing moves which give you health drops right and i remember when the game came out like people were kind of like oh it gets a little old after a while i'm like mm-hmm. i mean not not really not for me it's like this game if i could describe this game it's gratuitous so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean all of it's just so heavy and awesome and goofy yeah so yeah yeah, it's really fun. I uh, I'm gonna try to beat it um, before uh, the end of the year, nice. so I can delete it off my hard drive. But I was gonna say I've had a hard time getting back into it. It's so hard for me to like. I, I love playing it, and then I I just set it down, and I forgot about it. Mm. Yeah, I I definitely do that as well. I I played it a lot early on in the month, and then I kind of I kind of just stopped. But like. It's a good game to like be like, man, I do not I don't know what I want to do with myself right now. I'm just going to hop into Doom mm-hmm. and just like just veg out. <laughs> yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good way to zone out. I really like uh the soundtrack in that game is just so banging and when you like clear a section and you just get like the couple snare hits and it's just quiet, it's like yeah. You feel like your heart racing a little bit and you're like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Like that was awesome. Uh, yeah, man. It's 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 really fun like how fast everything is mm-hmm. and like like i'm to a point where i i get like a pretty good variety of enemies and like yeah you just and i just got the double jump so it's just like you're just bouncing all over the yeah. place like yeah ah it's awesome one of the things right. i always liked about doom was the difficulty i always thought they're kind of like some of the one of the harder games when i was younger you know so i i yeah when i hopped into it i started playing it on the ultra violence mode which is like just the hard difficulty which i really like enjoyed try because just because you die and like load up so quick that just to keep repeating yeah. the sections was like really was really fun for me yeah yeah i'm uh i i've been really enjoying it um i i, I think i'm playing it on normal I don't think it's a game I'd want to play on like a hard difficulty, cause, like, because I don't want to just keep grinding. But yeah, like I'm clipping through it at like a good pace, and yeah, it's just really fun. That would be hurt me plenty. Is the normal difficulty mode? That's mm, I'm either on classic. that or the next the next one up. I don't know. I'm too young to die. Is <laughs> <It's> easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing uh, Doom Eternal too. Uh, 
I plan on hopping on that when the Xbox comes my way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably I'll probably play that too. It's funny because I'm I haven't played it, but I hear there's a lot more lore in that game. Oh really? And I'm like, how what yeah, is what, the I, lore of Doom? <laughs> like your character's name is Doom guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, actually, I mean there are books, so Yeah, oh is there? Well there's also yeah. a movie too, so Oh, that's true. Great movie. That's true. Great movie. I never played anything past the first one, like the original first one, or Doom 64, and I think Doom Eternal, they go to Earth, I think? Yeah, um, like I think it's like hell on Earth. So I'm curious to check that out. Yeah, me too. It looks awesome. Nice. Um, So for myself, I really only played Hades this month. I didn't play much else Uh, from other besides like just call of duty with my buds and stuff but yeah, yeah. so i don't That's have much smart. i should have i don't have that. much to add in there <laughs> cool for the, i mean for the hey, yeah that's pretty good how's the good. how's the cods been treating you you uh, get a you get a victory yet dude i have gotten uh, a, a handful of victories i think i'm at like five or six but i am on an insanely long drought right now i don't think i've gotten a victory since since COVID kicked off so I don't think our group Damn. has gotten, gotten one for a while. Yeah, there's been some individual W's uh, out there. Um, but myself personally, no. Uh, I guess one thing to add on that is they had a really uh, banging Halloween event where if you died, you yeah. turned into a zombie, which you had like some certain abilities. You had an EMP, so you could like disable vehicles and night vision thermal scopes and all that. Um, and then a gas grenade. And if after humans die, they drop a vial. And if you're a zombie, you can collect two vials. You come back as a human and just kind of keep cycling. So that there's no gulag or anything. Um, you also have like a really crazy jump ability where you could charge it up and jump like two stories up in the air. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and very, very fun. Um, yeah, I like that mode. I like that mode a lot. I, uh, <clears throat> I was playing some solo the other night um and i didn't realize that the halloween event i was playing the regular not the oh, halloween yeah. event mm-hmm. but i but they still added the <laughs> the haunted loot boxes oh my gosh yeah so like i was just like running around looting and um <laughs> i opened one of the rare ones and like a ghostly spectral vision appeared in front of me and I was like what the <laughs> hell <laughs> uh, they have the, some jump scares and loot boxes too and I didn't realize they added that in the regular mode either and I opened one and it just like was screaming in my headphones and something terrifying popped up on the screen and I jumped shit I shit my pants pretty much <laughs> yeah it was, there's it a got me good. Uh, after we're done I'll send you um, there's a really good compilation of people getting scared oh nice <laughs> nice that's yeah it's good that's good it is it is less scary in the daytime though but uh it's definitely uh fitting the jump scares um in the boxes is just you're not expecting it no so no i'm expecting some cool guns to pop out of there (laughs) yeah that's right and i i played it the first day and what got into one and i didn't um i didn't run into one for like a week so i was like you know, I, I don't know how they f- figured it out, but I kind of just like forgot about it too. And then uh-huh. it just got me, got me real good. 
because then you're like wincing you're like you know it's coming but then yeah enough time goes by where you just don't so cool um yeah well the next section we typically go into some gaming news last uh month we went real heavy on ps5 and xbox announcements you know we're not we're not journalists we don't always have the most accurate information on any of that stuff we just talk about usually what interests us um i for one said the xbox series s had the exact same specs as the xbox series x which it was not the right categorization i meant to say that uh they were targeting the same performance but a different resolution uh eric Mm. mentioned that the dual sense controller has a blow hole (laughs) on it hey you know it does uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they could I, all be they could all be blowholes. A microphone is technically a blowhole. Like all you're doing That's is true. moving moving sound uh, or you're just moving airwaves towards it, right? So yeah. um so we thought for this month since uh this Oh, you're excuse me, Brian. Yeah. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, go ahead. You're missing a very a, a pretty big one. What? Uh I said that Cyberpunk was going to get delayed uh, next year yeah. um when it actually it got delayed till you're right december you're right so you're right uh, i just want to put that energy out there yeah well we just don't want you to say anything that's why we're skipping this uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no game no game news talk this this month um so since uh the next gen consoles are actually dropping in a couple days from when we're recording we thought we would talk about our favorite games from this generation so the xbox one and the playstation 4 came out in november of 2013 of uh or yeah came out in november of 2013 the switch came out in march of 2017 so i guess we're gonna go ahead and lump that in there too um but what were some of your guys' favorite games that came out of out of this gen obviously it's hard to boil a whole generation of games down into a few, but uh, I think Breath of the Wild is definitely um, one of my all-time favorite games and was definitely a highlight of this year. I could not stop playing it for a very long time. Um... And then a couple others that I just really, really loved and like think about a lot are is uh, Celeste, mm. uh, which was one of the games we played mm-hmm. for the podcast. Um, uh, and then uh, Hollow Knight uh, was another one. Mm. All games um, I played on my Switch. Look at that. Also, so um, I think the Switch wins gener- uh, the generation console. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. You know, it, honestly, like, I just love playing in handheld, and yeah. it was just such a nice experience. Like, I liked all my other handhelds. Like, I like my Vita and everything, but the screen's resolution is just so nice, and, like, all the games look really good on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just really enjoyed all playing all my games on it, and all three of these I played on the Switch. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say we had a good switch run, didn't we? A good amount of games on it. Yeah, yeah, and for sure, it's still going. I, sure. I imagine there's still a, a good couple of years left in that that console. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good generation. Lots of really good games. Mm -hmm. But these ones, these three, I definitely like stood out for me. Nice. Yeah, Eric. Uh, I would go Horizon Zero Dawn was probably my favorite game of the generation. Um, I like it's hard to say because like early on I probably would have said Fallout, but. I tried picking that back up and couldn't get into it. And I feel like Horizon Zero Dawn, I just couldn't stop playing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then later, as of recently, I put Wasteland 3 on there. And then uh, Transistor. So Transistor nice. is just, in general, I love that game. And as soon as I started playing it, I didn't stop playing it until I beat it. Mm. Another super giant. Yes, which we will can get to later. But uh, definitely... Uh, one of my favorite games, I think, of this generation. And Wasteland Three, that game just came out, and it's in your dude. Your I can't best of the generation. I've already put forty hours into it. Damn, dude, that's awesome. So I, I like that goes back to like when I <clears throat> first started playing like PC games, and the original Fallout and Fallout Two were like my top games as a kid. So yeah, this is like hitting all hitting all those marks. Mm. Yeah, nice, man. Very Brian? nice. Very nice. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn has to be on there for me. Um, it took me a while to finish that game. It just kept getting interrupted. But um, from a story standpoint, it it's very good. Um, you know, it came out as the same time as or very close to Breath of the Wild, which is interesting just because they're both very large open world games. And there's just a lot of the stuff in the open world level design that Breath of the Wild Wild does that is more like revolutionary, like being able to climb everything um, and just like the whole thing. I think it has to do with like the limitations of the switch, but you can see super far away. Whereas in uh, horizon zero dawn, like the, your kind of view is like pretty limited for the most part to like certain areas. Um, so like the draw distance in breath of the wild is, is a lot bigger, but you're like, Oh yeah, I can go like all the way over there and climb all the way up that, which was like very cool. Um, but horizon zero dawn, those uh, robotic dinosaurs, like all the, design and all that um all those like character models and stuff were were really really cool um spider-man was a game that i went i could i like i can put that game down it was so fun to like swing around the city and there was like so much stuff to do um that i really enjoyed my time with that game uh red dead redemption 2 is still like a pretty big technical masterpiece as far as like how it pushed like my I still have like a launch version PlayStation 4 and that thing it looked amazing and ran really well for the most part most part except for like the initial uh you know really long loading screen but other than that there was like virtually no loading times anywhere else um, yeah that's true and that it's, game looked are- amazing and there's so much like cool stuff you could do in that world i'm thinking about like actually revisiting that game um once I get uh, the Xbox just to see what it looks like in 4K and HDR. 
Uh, I'm interested to see like how big of a difference that makes. <clears throat> Is that they're not re- they're not redoing that right? They're not Grand Theft Autoing that. Uh, they haven't talked about it. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But um, when Red Dead Redemption Two came out, it was in 4K and HDR for the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. So there already is like a, you know, depend if you played it on a launch version like we did. Like we were just just getting the 1080p version. Yeah. Um, well, I guess. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was thinking of something else, but it didn't. Okay. Uh, and then I have an honorable mention to Metal Gear Solid Five, just for what that game did for uh, the Metal Gear Solid series, which is a huge... Um, been a long-time fan of Metal Gear Solid games. Uh, I almost... Yeah, I was going to say, I almost wanted to say uh, Death Stranding too, but mm. not. <sighs> like, that kind of just hit <laughs> at the right moment, I think. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I love Death Stranding, but Metal Gear Solid 5 was just such a awesome experience. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Uh I'm going to derail just for a quick second. Go ahead. Uh There's no rails. I you you may <laughs> know that I I really enjoy a game called Escape from Tarkov. Mm, mm-hmm. Which is an early access uh, buggy mess of a game, mm-hmm. but it has like really deep survival, like l- like looting and um, pretty severe death consequences and stuff like that. Metal Gear Solid Five would be a perfect vessel for like oh. a survival mode because mm. it's like you're you're going out on it's like the same concept. You're going out on raids. You're looking for loot. Mm-hmm. And, but like, it would be cool if there was like a, rather than grabbing like giant crates of (laughs) metal or whatever, there was actually like survival loot drop kind of things. That would be cool. And same with like guns and stuff. Like you have to like go scrounge your guns and everything. Ah, it's just so good. Yeah. But I, every time I play Tarkov, I always think of like the other games I want to see like that game in Mm -hmm. and like the division and metal gear solid five are like the top ones for me. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's my Tarkov corner and I'll be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that was one of my honorable mentions. And then the other one was, uh, control, which just for the, uh, story standpoint, uh, was one of my favorite games of this generation. Yeah. I want to, I want to, tackle that dlc but they just had that thing come up where they're like bundling the dlc was like weird for next generation or something um yeah if you want the next gen upgrade of the game there's a whole different uh version of the game that you have to buy so if you have it on your current console you're not getting the next gen version like some other publishers are doing yeah there's that's not running on my machine on your your pc yeah yeah dude it barely runs on my pc yeah (laughs) it's a beast yeah i want to play i do want to play those expansions too but i want to hit up alan wake before i hit up the control awe uh dlc so I, i floated the idea of playing it this next month and you mentioned wanting to play alan wake before uh-huh. and 
I didn't even, I was like, oh, that's, yeah, duh. Need to do that. Yeah. Maybe we'll play yeah. uh, Alan Wake in January, February or, or something. It's, I think, I it's good. All, I think you know, I'm through, I think I'm through the first chunk of Alan Wake. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, I thought you beat it. I, I either beat the first one or I got to the next DLC pack. I don't remember. I have like the DLC packs too. I can I can tell you right now I don't remember much about it. I know he's a writer. Mm. <laughs> yep. I would be down to play that. I think it takes <laughs> place outside of uh, Seattle or somewhere in Washington, if I remember yeah. right. Something like that. There was. Uh, there's also a little. Uh, uh, there's a little short video mini series that they did mm. leading up to Alan Wake. Mm. Interesting. It was pretty good. It was like a just like a solid little horror YouTube video huh. series. That must they have been their so. uh, their practice for Quantum Break. I was gonna say could, that's what they wanted be. to get into. Yeah. Alan Wake is not in it at all, but. It's good. Nice. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I'll re- remember that. If I ever get into Alan Wake, I'll I'll check that out because uh, I, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, are you guys ready to dive into the game of the show? No way, yeah. man. You got <laughs> what? Gotta gotta get your bellies rumbling. <laughs> yeah, I know. We do. <laughs> we, we tease the game of the show and then we go into the the snack Ooh, minute. I don't know, man. Get get your bellies ready. I might. Uh, uh, This must be okay. Since uh, Eric has hijacked the show to (laughs) to bring his snack in earlier, this must be the greatest snack ever. It's not, but Uh, let's let's (laughs) let's let's do this. I'm ready. Yeah, Uh, Eric. What what snack would you recommend pairing with Hades? All right, pomegranate juice. So, oof. We got, for name alone, these chips that are called Feast in Fury. <laughs> they are Kraft potato chips with habanero, habanero hickory barbecue from Austin, Texas. Ooh, that sounds good. Ooh. Uh, cracked them earlier uh, to go with my sandwich for lunch. <laughs> How, can, can you give us a rating? Yeah, let me give you a crunch. How spicy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good crunch. That was a good crunch. Solid, solid texture. Um, they are spicy. Uh, here, let me, I can show you the scale. Ah, hot. Fury scale. (laughs) Not up. There was some, uh, furious ones. And then, ooh. So there's more furious ones? Yeah, there are. They're ghost pepper version. Ooh, Mm, that'd be hot. Damn. But, oh, man, that really, uh, need to wash that down with some, uh, (laughs) Some yep. pomegranate juice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That that makes sense. I finally, I finally guessed it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Remember, we used to come in those glass jars with like the pull-off yeah. top. Those were our our dishes for like years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were. Very nice, Eric. Great show. Uh, yeah. How how does the what is the um, flavoring on the chip? Would, would you say? I don't want that uh, flavor dust to get on my my Joy Cons, you know. Yeah, you should definitely snack cup it. It's a snack cupper. Okay, good to know. I or some sort of uh, some sort of harmonica holder that can you can put yeah. chips in. Yep, absolutely. Of course. 
Okay. On to game of the show. We played Hades, developed by Supergiant Games. This game originally came out December 6, 2018 uh, on Steam Early Access. It was actually announced during the Game Awards in which it was like a available now type of type of thing. Yeah. If you guys Which if you guys never is good. <laughs> <laughs> no. That never works out. What do you mean? I feel like every time they do that everyone's like, "Yeah, all right. Oh, people were pumped. I, I remember. Well, yeah, they were pumped for this. Oh, okay. But you're just saying in general that that usually doesn't pan out. Yeah. Gotcha. It's gotcha. usually it's usually like a weird kid racing game or something. They uh, Ubisoft had their answer to Rocket League, which was like a rollerblading sports game, and they're like, "And it, you can go play it now." Mm. And it's been gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> So Hades actually got a full release September 17th of this year in which it came out on Switch uh, as its first console and then the full release on PC. Um, they uh, Supergiant also publishes their own games. So right now, uh, like I mentioned, it's on Switch, macOS, uh, and Microsoft Windows. It's a roguelike action role-playing game. Uh, and it is fucking awesome to spoil the potential uh, conversation coming up. <laughs> I, I uh, mystery that we're all s- super giant fans. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. Okay. Super giant yeah. fanboys. Uh, yeah. Uh, it sold. Do you see how it sold um, a million copies? Oh, really? In let me find the other number. But in three days of its release, it sold uh, seven hundred thousand copies. Wow. So they made uh, they made some cash. Good for them. Good for them. Well, what should we start here? Uh, how much time we put into it, or or what this game is? Yeah, or... let's let's talk about our thoughts going into it before we actually played it. Okay. I I will just start. I definitely thought this was gonna be very Diablo because mm. that's that's kind of how I was like seeing someone screenshots of it and just. Uh, not knowing much about it, that's kind of what I was getting out of it, that this was kind of a Diablo uh, light, like not as crazy graphically as a Diablo game would be on a Switch. So okay, that was me going into it. I don't know about you guys, what you... Uh, maybe I looked into it a little more, um, but I think I knew exactly what kind of game this was going to be. Um, I didn't. I think the thing that surprised me was the amount of like story that is being dripped to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, that is like, but like, as far as like game mechanics go, um, this is kind of exactly what I was expecting. Okay. Um, yeah, I was watching that game awards when, um, Hades was announced, uh, and I don't have a, a gaming PC, so I have been waiting for this game for a little while. Um, and I also am a follower of the no clip video game documentary series in which, um, Danny O'Dwyer had a, I'm looking at how many parts this is. One, two, three, four, five part documentary series on, uh, getting the game into like launching it in early access, patching it and stuff. So I've been following this game for quite a while. Um, so I knew pretty well what, uh, we were getting ourselves into. Yeah. I think even, I think the first text i sent you guys about this was oh you have to beat it in one try <laughs> <laughs> yeah was not was not expecting that 
So it, it I, is a roguelike for sure. Um, but l- looking into a lot of the conversation on this game, it's quite a bit different in how you uh, level yourself up, if I'm right, Nolan. You've, you've played a lot more roguelikes than I think Eric or myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, not roguelike know-it-all. No, but for sure. I uh yeah I play a lot of Spelunky. I've played Binding of Isaac a bunch, and um I've I've played some roguelites where they have upgrades between runs, similar to this game, mm-hmm. but not to this level, not to the level of uh boosting your character, but you're also like you're unraveling like a story. You're like talking to other like different characters between mm-hmm. each round. It almost feels like a, a interactive comic between runs yeah yeah Mm -hmm. uh and roguelikes can be pretty unforgiving uh i'm thinking of dead cells uh, in particular yeah you you played slay the spire though too right that's another uh yeah that's not really a roguelike though that's more that's a card i guess it's kind of like a card uh based roguelike game but i'm just looking at the roguelites like the only one i have I played two of them. So Rogue Legacy and Darkest Dungeon, those are definitely mm. different. Yeah, dark, I mean, they definitely have their own spin. Rogue Legacy was also one that had upgrades between uh, between runs. Mm. It was That one was cool because you play like a lineage of warriors and like you all, you're just like upgrading your like castle. And as you do, like, your guy gets more powerful. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I couldn't I couldn't figure out ever how to beat it, but it was fun. No, I never beat it. I don't I don't think I've ever beat a roguelike. Um, I'm looking at the this list too. I don't know. I the only one I can think of playing because I haven't played any on this random Wikipedia list that I pulled up. But what was the turn based strategy game that we played that was a roguelike? Strategy it game. was they had bugs, uh, and you were like oh. in mechs and stuff. We played it. Had bugs on the switch into the breach. Into the breach. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I love that game. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. That should be on my list. <laughs> we have to go back. Damn it. Uh, it's on my list. I'm just putting it on there retroactively. Okay. It's, it's on there. Perfect. <laughs> I yeah, like I said, most of them like the cool thing about roguelikes are that like you kind of they're kind of you make your own story or like there'll be like little little nuggets of history that will pop up Mm -hmm. but rarely you're just interacting with like loads of characters constantly through the game Mm. so yeah i don't know it's cool moonlighter would be yeah moonlighters on here okay um so let's dive into the story a little bit here so um Let's see here. You play as Zagreus, who is the immortal son of Hades. And what you're trying to do in each run is escape from the underworld. Um, do you do you guys remember the initial... I'm trying not to ruin uh, the end game here. The initial motivation for wanting to leave the underworld? Uh, it, it almost just seemed like you were kind of tired of it. It kind of just drops you in a, the first wave, doesn't it? With the sword. Trying to remember the very beginning of the game. Same. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm. I don't recall. I I think it's mostly like your dad wants you to just do your job and shut the fuck up. And <laughs> yeah. 
you um, want to leave hell. Yeah. Like, and not be an accountant of the dead. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It definitely becomes more apparent later why you want to leave, but. Right. It definitely seems like he doesn't understand why his dad hates him so much, too. Yes, true. Okay. Or why he's in this circumstance. So, yeah, uh, Zagreus, the son of Hades, seeks to escape his father's realm in the underworld. Of course, we know that. Uh, he's aided by Nyx, who you later find out is his adoptive mother, uh, mm-hmm. who gives him a special mirror that empowers him via collecting darkness, which is kind of the the way you level up um, or progress uh, your, yeah. your, your character's attributes um, through the game. Um, and then as you're doing each run, you run into several gods of Olympus who've reached out to provide to who've reached out in your aid to leave the underworld and provide you with boons that give uh, Zagreus and his weapons special powers. Right. Um, yeah. And then it's eventually revealed that Zagreus wishes to escape the underworld to find pers- pers- sorry, pers- pers- I do. The names is too hard. They're too hard. Persephone? He says it in the game. I don't know why I'm struggling with it right now, but uh, that's his birth mother who he never knew. And uh, as he grew up, he always told that Nyx was his mom. So um, that ends up being his motivation to leave the underworld. Did you get that far, Nolan? Uh, I don't think I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, I, if I did, I don't think I... I must have missed that line. I just thought he was kind of like a... He was just kind of an angry teen and mm. didn't want to be with his... Angsty. He wanted to rebel against his dad. Very angsty. Know? I was going to um, say, you should have heard that by now, but... I don't know if if the story is based on the amount of runs or how far you get in... Like, does it does that only happen if you reach, like, a certain point in uh, one of the... the four areas you know so i was i was wondering that too just i mean we could talk about the story in general about how it plays out if kind of how we each experienced it i guess mm-hmm. um take it away because i i was gonna say i felt like there was some times when i completed a run with either a certain weapon or um like a certain sequence of getting somewhere that then the story would either be a flashback or it's told through the other characters. Right. So that's, I had that flashback of the mom thing. I thought that was not the flashback of her, but just the, where you're wandering around in the, like the room and stuff and everyone's like gone. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get that part? The Are you talking about like one of the dream sequences? Yes. Okay. Nolan, did you get that at all? Uh, the only one that I got was where you go into the administration room area. Oh, interesting. And you like, there's all these like ghosts at tables, like logging. Yeah. That was my yeah. second one was that admin administration. Okay. I also got somewhere like, I think, Oh, maybe it was a dream. I thought it was just a conversation thing, but Nix was talking to Hades and about her aiding um, mm-hmm. Zagreus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I can't remember if that was a like a like a flashback or if it was just a conversation. It, I think that happens in conversations. Uh, there was okay. a flashback where, as you're going through the different areas, that um, there's conversations that you're overhearing, and he's like, "Nobody can see me" or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. He kind of comments how he's like invisible, but uh, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, there's so much story is told through the dialogue after you complete a run and those dream sequences yeah. are kind of part of the same thing. It's, and they all just kind of blend together. <laughs> yeah. It, do, it doesn't seem very linear. Like it seems kind of depending on, like Eric was saying, depending on what you took into the raid and possibly like, I mean, it could be relationship based too. Yeah. I think you're right too. Uh, also when you expand on some of the other characters, like, hold on, I'm looking up the name. So I don't, I don't want to just be generic with who it is. Well, so, I was going to say, even just Cerberus, like if I interacted with him a lot in the beginning and then yeah. I got one of those sequences where Hades shows up on the screen, like after a run or something. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And he's talking about Cerberus, and then they and then they talk about him like chewing up the sofa and stuff, and it's like a whole section of just like <laughs> Cerberus cool. destroyed the the sofa. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's Orpheus, who is the um, the court muse. Um, yeah. And like you know, every couple runs, I would run into Eurydice, Eurydice or Eurydice who is uh, the ex-lover of Orpheus. Um, mm. And that conversation, like, back and forth, really develops a lot. So if you run into, like, Eurydice and then you go tell Orpheus about it, and then you're just kind of running messages back, back and forth between the two, um, in which, like, Eurydice gives uh, Zagreus a song or something like that, who he delivers to Orpheus, and Orpheus starts singing again, which uh, he never did before. He kind of just quit quit singing at some point uh which hades really hated how he had a court muse that didn't do shit um (laughs) so a lot of cool stuff like that i think it did depend on exactly what happened in your your different runs for sure i was curious because i gave meg one of the fates uh like three of those nectar Mm -hmm. the nectars yeah did you guys fight her sisters oh yeah yeah oh yeah okay okay electo and tisif Tisiphany. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. That's was, what it is. Tisiphany. I was like, I wonder if this has to do with how many, like, I was curious if I could change the game, like, the boss by, like, upgrading, mm. building a relationship with these individual people, so. I think it's based on the amount of runs you've done. I think that's the case for those two. Yeah, like, if you beat her a certain amount yep. of times, because um, Hades gets pissed at her for... Uh, letting you buy so many times yeah mm-hmm. and eventually the hydra has different forms too old old oh, learning cool. learning the hydra yeah there's like three i think yep yep i don't i haven't gotten a different one for theseus and i haven't Asterisk. either and I've, I've beaten those dudes quite a bit um the variation in those i think is just what i'm just guessing but what god they call in halfway through to yeah help them kick your ass um mm which is very difficult depending which one they, they call. Um, but yeah, story. Uh, I don't know how much further we want to dive into that for now. Um, I guess when we start talking about how far we got, I can fill you guys in on how the end changes the, the story. I can just, yeah, I can, the parts. I can tell you too. I think I've talked about this too with you guys, but uh, assumption on the ending is that the gods seem to be like, too helpful at this point and mm. to me i think the ending will be something about them just kind of it almost feels like a big prank they're pulling on you mm. yeah they but, seem bored yeah 
they're like hanging out with the loser just to have a laugh mm, almost mm. like a you know like a high school uh drama movie interesting you know? yeah. <laughs> i I do not have a read on like what the overarching story is on this game. Still just like meeting all the characters and everything. Mm -hmm. So it definitely does seem like the, the gods um, are just like fucking with you. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess with that is kind of a good segue into like the different characters you meet along the way. So when you are doing the different runs, there are these, these gods that you run into um, that yeah. are notated by different symbols that'll actually give you different boons depending on what gods you find during your specific run. We have like the classics like Zeus, Poseidon, uh, Hermes. Um, there's a lot of different ones which are all, I mean, just in general, the voice acting in this game is fantastic. Oh, I thought you were going to say sexy because they're also also sexy. <laughs> I've seen they a lot of articles about uh, sex <laughs> appeal in this game and uh, <laughs> while I do think it's the art, the art is absolutely fantastic and the character design is very, very cool. I don't wouldn't go into the sexy realm but, you know, what, whatever. <laughs> you know, if you're I into mean, it, you're into it. Chaos is ripped too and he's got like a million heads. Chaos oh, yeah, is okay. freaky as fuck looking. <laughs> chaos that's the one i'm that's the one i'm working on i'm trying to i'm trying to ship that nice You're, yeah <laughs> so i i uh gave all my stuff to care on to see what happened if i max a guy out who is like the shopkeeper who just like oh, looks really yeah, cool yeah. and he just mumbles at you when you when you talk to him the writing in this yeah. game is so good like comedic yeah uh i took some screenshots of some like really great dialogue parts that i liked between uh you know any of the characters um but yeah, uh, so when you guys were doing runs, were there particular gods or boons that you were aiming for or ones that you liked better than others? Yeah, definitely. Like, that's the only way I have made it as far as I've made it in this game is by finding the characters that like best suit the weapon I'm using and mm-hmm. then go for those runs. Um, and I mean, it works out maybe 50 50 percent of the time because it's all kind of a random draw sure were there uh what ones were you trying to go for uh so in the beginning i was just trying them all um i can never say this guy's name decius dionysus yeah dionysus the drinking one Mm -hmm. the the Uh god of wine or whatever he's awesome (laughs) yeah so good I, I was there, Zagman. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Zagbo. Zagbo. <laughs> yeah, God of Wine is what he is. I was, yeah, I was going after him a lot, and then also Ares because I thought those two um, mm-hmm. would be like the best for me. But later, I started getting a lot of like Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. I didn't get Athena that much, and then Poseidon is Zeus like a ton. Yeah. Um, but my favorites were Zeus, Artemis, and um, Athena or Poseidon. Okay. I'd probably, I'd probably go Poseidon over Athena. Okay. Okay. That those are usually my three. Nolan, what about you? Uh, though. So when I first started, I was doing um, Poseidon a lot, mm-hmm. and oh, Aphrodite is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the god of love. Yeah, and then uh, sorry, and goddess. then I started lately. I've been running a lot of Zeus, 
Just because that chain lightning is just so Ooh, good. Ooh, I oh, love it's it. Nasty. Yep. It's nasty. Yep. And then um, the wine god, uh, his like uh, cast, uh, his like wine grenades. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, are amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I always try to get those. And then like the chain lightning. Nice. So those are my two favorite. And then I, I just get, go with chaos a lot because, because um, uh, yeah. I like I like chaos. There is a and I have his I have his uh, his chaos egg, so I don't lose uh, <laughs> I don't lose uh, health when I go into his his realm. Oh, whatever. interesting. That's a yeah. keepsake. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think I just never looked at it. Um, so I really liked Athena because her big thing is being able to deflect uh, enemy attacks. Which I is extremely helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially the floating witches, you can all those purple projectiles they launch at you, you can just kick them right back. Um, Artemis is really great for critical damage, um, so increasing the chances of critical attacks. I was going with Ares a lot uh, in the beginning, but I just kind of. Uh, felt like the doom damage wasn't doing a whole lot. So then I was going with Zeus or Poseidon um, just because the knockback effect of Poseidon um, is pretty strong. Or Zeus, like Nolan mentioned, the chain the chain lighting is pretty dope. Oh, dude, the chain yeah. lighting is so good. Yeah. Ares is the god of war, right? Yep. yep. He's got that yeah. dope eagle-looking thing on his chest. Yeah. So cool. That guy was cool. I... I got, um, I also, what's the nature, um, gal? That is, Ar- that is Artemis. Much. Artemis. Yep. Artemis. Okay. Hers is really good too. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because like the Artemis is like Zeus's niece or something like that. And I got like a really interesting dialogue daughter. between, oh, daughter. Yep. Okay. Um, interesting dialogue between the two, like Zeus was like, Oh, you can finally like uh, settle down and marry uh, Zagreus, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> yeah. fuck that." Yeah, <laughs> get. I I got a little banter between um, uh, gods, but not to that degree. And then I got like a dual boon Ooh, between the two, yeah. Of them, yeah. which is pretty pretty badass. Yeah. So if you kind of yeah. get a lot of uh, one, or if you put a lot of stuff into two of the gods. They'll sometimes combine into a, a duo boon, which is pretty badass sometimes. Yeah, they get pretty jealous of your... Yeah, I really liked uh, the sections where you would have to pick a god and then you fought oh, yeah. kind of like the, yeah. the enemies and uh, had to deal with some god, some god effects at the same time, but then you would get the other one. Those were, yeah. those were cool. And the, I love their like... They're like, how dare you pick someone yeah. besides me? Yeah. And then at the end, they're like, ah, it was nothing. Yeah. It was, don't worry about it. We're cool. We're cool. Don't worry about it. You're just like, wow, I really don't give a fuck about You really don't give a fuck about me at all. Yeah. So the <laughs> other good. big strategy with uh, your, your boons that you would get, I guess, is uh, picking what weapon you would want to start off with. So... Um, at the beginning, you can only go with the Stygian blade, which is just a, a general sword. 
And as you get uh, Katonic Keys, is that what they were called? Yes, um, I think so. Yeah, you can unlock other weapons, which included a spear, a shield, which was very Captain America-like, where you could throw it and recall it and charge. Um, there's a bow, twin fists, and the adamant rail, which was like a, a gun. Um, yeah, it's like a, yeah. <laughs> a, a projectile gun, which I didn't see that one coming, but it was still fun to mess around with. Um, yeah, I go ahead. I didn't. I didn't use that one very much. I used it. I think one run. Okay. But I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna compare this game a lot to uh, Bastion in terms of like weapons, because mm-hmm. they like this range of weapons is very like stuff you find in Bastion. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was same with some stuff in Transistor too. But I thought that was kind of interesting that even they put the gun in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. uh, what did you guys have any favorites that you liked using uh, more than others? Uh, I'm only I'm on two of them. I only use two of them right now. I I've done runs with all of them, mm-hmm. um, but I'm only doing. The shield and the heart seeking bow, because those are the ones I've gotten the furthest with. Okay. Um, shield, I pretty much got close to the end, and then the bow I've gotten to sticks, I think. Okay. Nolan? Uh, I, um, I kind of like right at first, I was really into the bow. Uh, and then I switched to the shield for a while and, um, recently the last, like the last, like five or six raids, I've been using the trident, Okay, which I'm really liking a lot right now. Nice. Um, now there is a buff that you get. I don't remember if you unlock it at the mirror, but where if you pick a certain weapon, you get a 20% extra darkness have you did you guys get just right ra- i think it's just random okay yes i don't uh, think it's yeah. a thing you get okay that's kind of what i thought too um but i couldn't recall um i was gonna say which ones were you using then yeah so when that so before i was using um mostly the shield a lot because i was finding that having uh in a close attack and a ranged attack was pretty advantageous whereas like the sword didn't really have much of that or the twin fist which i really fucking hate the twin fist i mean i don't hate them (laughs) really they're just it's my least it's my least favorite one to to do i i like the twin fist but i didn't use them for very long because i sucked at them Mm -hmm. but they're like my favorite like I want to use them more. Yeah, I, I I really want to get good at them. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, so, I, I hate that spear. So I don't know how you guys are. Oh, I like I like the spear. <laughs> oh, dude, the spear is so good. I like uh, being able to throw it and retrieve it, and then it's like yeah. it has such a long uh, range on it, just like the regular attack. Um, yeah. That you could you could get a pretty good distance on it. I thought I got a uh, I got a a boon with it that. When you hold down the spin attack, it does a pulse. Yeah. So oh. anyone within the pulse, it like mm-hmm. it breaks their concentration or whatever, and like you can like 
it just allows you like if anyone's up close to you it stuns them basically and then you can do like a big ass like spin attack on them it is awesome i actually got that last night nice i i used it on the hydras and i just demol- i just destroyed them yeah. with it it was great that was a that's a good one um so the the twenty percent bonus started popping up, and I really wanted to. I was looking at the the mirror and trying to level up stuff as much as I could. So then I yeah. was doing a lot of runs just based on whatever was giving me the twenty percent bonus. Um, so I actually cleared three times. My first one was with the shield of chaos. Second clear was with the spear, and then my third was with the adamant rail. Nice. Oh, nice. You you beat it with an adamant rail? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was my <laughs> awesome. longest my longest clear at 50 minutes. Hey, that thing's that thing's nasty. It's it's close to the bow in terms of like how it operates. So, yeah. I've had a, I've had a few good gun runs, but not as good as the bow. So, I I've kind of held off on it. So, the, the adamant rail, one of the um the Daedalus hammer upgrades changes the lob grenade attack, the special, to a rocket. Oh, nice. Uh, so it fires a lot Ooh. quicker. You don't have to like sit there and hold and pick like what area you want to attack. You just shoot it at a guy. Um, and that was pretty powerful. Um, let me see here. Yeah, it's called Rocket Bomb, which becomes a rocket that deals 80 base damage, which I had that thing up to like... 160 base damage or something like that. That's so badass. So it took a while. Um, there was, so I, I got one for the shield too that changed it. Didn't you didn't do your bull rush and you shot your shield? Yeah. And that one was pretty nasty too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the rushing technique though a little more. So I kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so on this one, I had. Uh, my attack had six bonus ammo. Uh, and my attack emitted chain lightning, which did an extra twenty. So I had like eighteen rounds in the gun, and each you know attack did an extra twenty lightning damage. Uh, so that was pretty badass. Damn, dude, that's so badass. And then foes targeted by my special, which was the rocket bomb moved slower and took an extra 30% damage. So I was pretty beefed out on that, on nice. that, on that gun. Do you find, so I, this is kind of a strategy, uh, question, but, um, yeah. do you find, do you like running the gambit and getting as many boons as possible? Or do you try and stick to a couple? Cause sometimes you can't obviously stick to. Right. Right. Um, so I liked, getting the Daedalus hammer, which would either increase the damage by either your attack special or cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I would kind of, I would prioritize that. And then I would go after certain boons and then um, try to strengthen those as much as possible by either using the palms of power to make them, uh, do more damage or increase, you know, whatever the critical chance was or anything like that, or trying to revisit the same God to get another boon that would complement the ones that I already had. Mm -hmm. That was my, my general goal. Um, and then in the early levels, I would try to get 
um, either kind of double up on the same boons or get the, hold on, what is it called? The heart, the heart. Uh, there's so many items in this oh, game. Oh, the, the... Centaur heart. Yeah. Yep, to increase is my... Is that the health? Yep. Yeah. To increase my, yeah. my life. Yeah, I, I, I always had to figure out... Now I can clear the first two areas with, like, no problem. Yep. I have to decide, like, do I go for health right away, just get as much health as possible for later, or mm-hmm. um, try and upgrade my stuff as much as possible. Yeah. It's always... It's tough. Yeah, it, I think it's just so random. It's kind of hard to go in with a strategy. Like, you kind of just have to let, like, the first couple ones and kind of see where they they go which is even like just right out the gate when you get the first boon like right when you enter um the first area like that can decide kind of your whole run right there almost mm-hmm. i'm i thought the area when the game started i thought that was just like a training thing oh yeah and then it kept happening and i was like oh they, you have to like set up your entire run based on this first thing yeah in tartarus Yep. So Nolan, you have the uh, kind of least playtime on this. What's what's kind yep. of been your strategy going into this? Well, uh, my strategy doesn't seem to be working, uh, <laughs> so maybe I need to mix it up. But uh, honestly, uh, I don't know if it's the amount I've played or what, but I'm just getting stomped on in this game, and um, I've only made it past the second area once and my strategy as of like the last few times I've played is um, the spear with the lightning and with like Zeus power up basically mm-hmm. uh, but on it I also like I also have been spending a lot of time like if there's an option to go for a door with like the gems to upgrade your mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the gemstones the, for like the uh what did they call like that the, guy the, the construction guy yeah uh i always go for that or or same with the prom, like the the nectar so i feel like i've been sort of shooting myself in the foot a little bit because yeah that sounds right yeah me. yeah i haven't been upgrading um which is honestly fine like i'm i'm having i'm still having a lot of fun and it doesn't i'm not discouraged by any means i'm just like think i've taken my time a little more as far as like grinding out the trying to beat it you know what i mean yeah i yeah would rarely ever go for the gemstones that was like my last choice probably yeah i i do not go for them I think yeah, I always go for it. Like if there's a gemstone, I go for it. Mm, so interesting. You're, cha- have, you're, yeah. you're changing the rugs and the paintings. Yeah. Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> I so. could be wrong, Nolan, but in the mirror, which I found this out later, you uh-huh. can you can switch the items around. I saw that, and they give you different abilities. Yes. Yeah. It gets so unlocked at some point. Nick's Nix tells you that there's like alternate abilities. It's not right. It's not there the whole time. There's, I, believe I do there's, have that, but well, I haven't tried it. I was going to say there might be one when you get gemstones, you get health or something. 
I forget. Oh, okay, cool. So you, yeah. you might want to look and see if there's anything that help you if you're collecting the gemstones. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I'm loving playing this game, and I'm going to probably play it nonstop for the uh, foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been like, tr- I've been wanting to like, my goal is to kind of like get my, my, I'm just going to call it a hideout, <laughs> get my hideout <laughs> upgraded. Yeah. Uh, and like get the neck, like build those relationships with those characters. Mm-hmm. So that's my strategy. <laughs> nice. I like it. I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong. As long as you're having a good time, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I'm having a blast playing it, but yeah, I was like, uh, like I thought you guys, I mean, you guys played a lot more than I did, like, um, but the amount of runs you've done are, like, almost the same amount as I've done, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I think uh, that just has to do with how far we're making it in each run. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was looking in the administration room where you can see, like, the history of all your runs, like, in the 15s or early 10s i was making it to like the third area each each time so yeah um i guess one thing we didn't touch on uh which we usually do when we all play a switch game is how did we play it mostly were you guys doing handheld or on the old big screen what was what was your thought process there uh i've only played handheld um i don't even have my my switch hooked up to the TV right now. Whoa! Yeah, look at you. Uh, I it, on it, and it kind of sucks because I I usually play late at night, and uh, we're living in my office right now, so right, right, right. I have been playing with like sound pretty low too, so I haven't like got the full like audio visual experience yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh for the. M- beginning did handheld but then i started switching to the tv later okay uh yeah. definitely i prefer handheld to be honest mm. why why is that uh, i just feel like i am more like i don't know not quicker but more like closer to the screen i can see mm. kind of what's going on around me with all the effects and stuff yeah and my tv so far away from my face Ooh. Like, yeah, I, I would have to, like, set up a different situation to, like, play on the TV and, I think, have a better experience than handheld, but... Gotcha. It, it is kind of funny that you mentioned that, because I frequently feel that about games on the Switch, especially games that require, um, like, a fast reaction time. Like, Celeste, I played all on handheld. Hollow Knight, I cannot play on the screen. Like, I don't know what it is, but hmm. it just... Like I, I'm way more engaged in the handheld mode. Interesting. So, um, yeah. I played a healthy mix of both myself. Like I find this game, uh, like really easy to pick up and just do a run and then set back down. Uh, which is yep. one of the things like I really liked about it. Like if I'm just, oh at, yeah, at lunch it's awesome or on my lunch break quote unquote whatever that means um yeah (laughs) just pick it up and do a run you know uh i may be doing a run right now yeah yeah, we don't know (laughs) but um the art style and the music uh looks great on a on a big old screen and that 
awesome soundtrack coming through some some good sound and speakers. It's just the music in this game is so fucking good. <clears throat> I can't understate how good the music is. Yeah, especially in yeah. some of the boss battles, like when you f- hit the first mini mini boss and Tartarus, and it's just this ripping metal music. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, you like you can get you can get lost in the music in some of those sections. Yeah, and then sometimes like, it's like just the bass line of like a previous section in the next part. Oh it's yeah, dude, so sick. How about that that witch's circle? And that kicks in the witch's circle. Have you gotten to a witch's circle, Nolan? Uh, I don't know. It's in the second level, and the it's around like the lava pits and stuff, and it's just a circle of witches just shooting. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, constantly oh, shooting those balls at everybody. Oh, dude, I hate that. I hate those. Those always just destroy me. Yeah, it's it's nasty, and the music is just equally as nasty in that mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, Ahead, um, I definitely need to um, plug my headphones into this thing and just like oh yeah, like play it all afternoon. I, I have like nothing to do this weekend, and no one's gonna be at my house. Ooh. And I might just like, I might just play Hades all day. Nice Saturday. Nice. You can't go wrong. Couldn't go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, you're you're absolutely right too. It's a perfect game to just like pick up. And play for like, do a couple chambers and then just put it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also noticed not to not to bring it to this, but I don't usually, I'm not usually playing my Switch and watching TV at the same time. But I was with how much election coverage I watched last night. But <laughs> so easy to uh, just do like a chamber or two between like commercial breaks and set back down. Mm-hmm. Um, which is could also be like a really great way. I I didn't play that game. I mostly did like a run at a time. But you know, if you wanted to do a couple chambers at a time, like and set it down and come back to it, like it's just a really accessible game in the roguelike category as far as like leveling up, um, how easy it is to pick up and put back down the different uh, the god mode accessibility setting. Um, which Nolan, you said the enemies do less damage after each run you fail. Is that right? Yeah. So you start. I so I turned it on for a run, and I don't. So I I, I don't know if it starts you off at um. Uh, you have like a twenty percent armor buff. Mm-hmm. Or it was like already looking at how many runs I've done and has been just like, uh culminating that over each run mm-hmm. but it, it goes up like every it goes up like two percent like so like i died and then i was like 20 i had a 24 percent uh uh armor buff and I, I i'm curious to see how high it goes like does it go all the way to 100 percent? i don't know okay but interesting, interesting. it could because it's basically an easy mode if you just want to kind of get through the story right so I, I think what I might do is like I'm I might keep playing it and and then you there's you know there's multiple uh, slots for save slots, mm-hmm. so I might just like do a god mode one where I can just like really focus on like talking to all the characters and all that shit. So interesting, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good idea. Because I, I turned it on and, ah, dude, I just, like, I, I really appreciate it that it's there and it's really cool. But I was like, I don't want to play my first playthrough with it on. Right, right. Like, I don't care if I'm getting destroyed. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep at it. So, okay. I turned it back off after one. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something we didn't touch on too much, but this game is very accessible for uh, a lot of reasons. And that being one of them, but also like just, upgrade system because when i first started this i was just getting my ass handed me handed to me and then once i yeah. like grinded a little bit it became easier yeah so yeah they did a good job kind of finding that balance where it's it could be the, the like the hardest game ever or like uh you know uh, not easier yeah but, uh definitely uh um easier in terms of uh your run right uh, do you guys want to go over the captain's log uh, before I talk about the end game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to go ahead, Nolan? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Since, uh, so I am only about like the switch says I'm 10 hours plus. So I don't know how where that lands. Um, I've done 33 attempts and I have... 4,151 foes slain and zero clears. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, so. I'm 30 plus hours, 35 attempts. I'm at four, close to 4,200 in the darkness. And then in 77 the in the yeah, in total darkness. And then, uh, about 7,700 foes slain, mm-hmm. zero clears, and mm-hmm. the furthest chamber I've made it to is 63. But oh, cool! I will say, I mean, we can, Brian's probably going to talk about it, but I did get to the last boss. Mm-hmm. I got to his second form, mm-hmm. which I don't know if there's a third form or fourth <laughs> form, uh-huh. but I got to the second one uh, with three lives in a absolutely destroyed me on his second form but uh felt like i had him there in the beginning i'm getting real sick and tired of those olympian bros i'd (laughs) rather i'd rather fight the last boss yeah yeah they're tough sometimes um (sighs) so i have over 35 hours according to the switch i don't know i don't know the increment so i don't know if it's between 35 and 36 or what yeah 41 attempts 7,940 total darkness, 11,404 foes slain, and three clears. Dang. So, I mean, I think we should probably fill Nolan in. So, Nolan, you've been to Elysium, which is the third area, right? I have. I've made it there one time. So, the fourth area is the Temple of Sticks, which is pretty cool. Um, Essentially, Cerberus is is guarding the final door, or at least, yeah, the final door to the outside. Um, and in the temple, you have to fight Cerberus. Well, in the Temple of Sticks, there is six different pathways you can choose from, um, and it's all, of course, like randomly generated. But at the end of yeah. one of the paths, there is a bag of I don't know what they call it, but some sort of food to give to Cerberus. So he leaves the door, and you can go out of it. <laughs> Oh, cool. 
<laughs> so you have to choose like these random ones uh, above each door. It shows what boon you'll get at the end of it or what item. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's like a heart, but it's just like, you know, every chamber you go into and it shows yeah. you which ones have a mini boss, but sometimes you'll get, you'll go to the temple of sticks and you'll get it on your first one. I've gone all the way to like the fifth area and didn't get whatever you feed Cerberus. I can't remember what it is. Uh-huh. Um, and then to the right, uh, where like on this main hallway, Charon is, has a shop set up with a bunch of like high level, like palms of power and stuff like that for like 500, cool. 600, sometimes a thousand, uh, coin. Um, yeah. So once you clear the temple of sticks, then the final boss is Hades himself. Mm, I did know that, which, okay. You have an epic battle, uh, only two forms, Eric. Okay. So I was, I was close. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he has this hard. move where he shoots all the lasers out, and it was got me. Yeah, you got to go behind like those two stumps. Yeah, was not was not there. He's pretty hard, um, and he'll also like summon enemies, and which whichever ones he sun summon sometimes make it just way more difficult too. Um, so after you beat Hades, that's that's it. You uh, leave. Of course, you go to Greece. Um, which is is very nice, but then you run into <laughs> the, the the path essentially leads up to Persephone's farm, which is your mother. You have a dialogue. Oh. You have a dialogue with her, um, but it turns out that Zagreus can't stay alive uh, above the underworld for a long time, mm. so he dies, uh, and then you know goes back Starts back to the underworld. Again. Yeah. Huh. So you need 10 clears to complete the story. Yeah. Um, and after you make through your first clear, you can make your additional clears more difficult. Before you enter Tartarus, there's a, there's a screen called the Pact of Punishment where you can add uh, different conditions that make the game more difficult. Oh, great. Oh, that's you, what I need. You don't have you don't have to. Um, yeah, I know. But uh, there's ones that I'm looking at the list, like the 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 the. Hold on, what are the, what are these called? Sorry, they're called something. Oh, uh, it's called heat. It's like a skull that you earn for clearing it, um, and you can do it with each of the different weapons. But you get essentially like a heat ranking, and some are like one heat ranking, some are two. And you can turn them all on if you want for a total of like 15. But um, some of them, like each rank gives your foes plus 15% to their life total. Or each rank raises prices by 40%. <laughs> um, there's one that I tried one time that ra- each rank makes traps in magma deal 400% more damage. Ugh. Um Whoa. So there's a bunch of crazy ones. I'm trying to find. Oh, okay. Does it do da- does it do that damage only to you, or does it do it to enemies too? Uh, I did I that one. I didn't notice it on enemies, so I think it was just you. Um, there's, there's that a- one you can switch that to. It hurts enemies, yep. and not you. Yep. Uh, each rank arms one underworld boss with new techniques, starting in Tartarus. So I tried that one. It made uh, the fates so fucking hard. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> At least for now. 
So my two additional clears, I didn't have any of the the pact of punishment uh, things on because I was just trying to see how far in the story I could make it. Um, and then I looked once I got to three, like it's like you, the second one, it's like, okay, like it kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger because Zagreus just dies in the middle of their yeah. conversation. Um, so then after I did the third one, I was like, geez, how many times do I have to do this? And found out it's 10, which is a lot. Mm. Um, but so each run, he makes it to Persephone. They have, you know, f- they dive further into why she didn't stay in the underworld. Um, what Hades knew, what Hades didn't know and that, that type of stuff. So huh. it gets deep. nice. It gets deep. I look, awesome, I look man. forward to beating it one time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do want to. I I would like to eventually beat the whole game, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to take me a while. Yeah, I'm right there. So now that you've beaten it three times, like how was how hard was your last try? My so it does it seem like it's getting easier overall? I I pretty much will make it. I usually die in Elysium. Or at Hades. Um, Elysium is the third area that's pretty tough. Um, I usually have like a good feeling on how far I'm going to get um, yeah. at that point. The Temple Sticks I find to be pretty easy. There's some random bosses in there that if you like get one of those guys, like there's a, there's a, a small rodent, <laughs> which it was a boss, and he's like, the first time I went there, he's like, oh, look at this cute little guy. And he just fucking like destroys you so fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a spam. I had to spam my like shield throw in, in that entire section to get to the end. Yeah. Um, and you, there's also rats and some kind of like werewolf looking things that spit poison that do like one damage per second that you have to like run over and cure which makes it difficult. Um, Ugh, dude, poison doesn't sound good. Yeah. No. I... I yeah, I don't know if it's I mean, I'm obviously getting more clears in, but I don't know if it's necessarily yeah. easier. Um yeah. Hades is pretty tough. Difficult. Yeah. Um Do you, so how much uh as far as like the mirror goes, how much more upgrade do you I'm have? I'm almost 100% in the mirror done. Okay. Okay. I was I was <clears> curious <throat> of how like um how far it went. Yeah. So super giant. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say the shield of chaos. I did first was 45 minutes. The eternal spear was 30 minutes. And the way I had that thing set up, hold on. I have a little screenshot and I was like just melting everything. So I had, Oh, my cast would drop a crystal be a crystal that fires a beam at foes for five seconds. And it did 12 damage every 0.2 seconds and then my cast would also inflict chill and added another 6.4 seconds so this crystal i was dropping would be around for like 12 seconds um wasn't that was out it's once they eject it from their body right no it's so if i did a cast instead of shooting something at them it just set up like a crystal Oh, okay. And it would shoot at them. So I could do my damage and just drop these crystals all over the place. Um, 
So then I had uh, when all foes are foes are chill affected, they are fifteen percent slower and do thirty decay damage every point eight seconds. And then applying ten stacks of chill causes a blast effect clearing the area with a hundred blast damage. Damn. So damn, dude. It was so fast, and even like Hades was like. Once that 12 seconds were up, I could re-pick up the little the item that gives you the cast. So I could just like mm-hmm. drop them and then pick them back up and drop them again and be attacking at the same time while they were like slow as shit. Um, so that one went by super fast. Ooh, I, I beat the that? Hydra in like two minutes maybe. <laughs> uh, these were all Demeter, which I like picked her like at the beginning and she just kept coming up. So I kept picking her, her thing. Nice. Um, and then my last one was the adamant rail 50 minutes. Uh, and I did not think it was powerful enough to do it. Uh, but it was, it was slow going. And I think by the time I got to Hades, I had all of my death defiances available still. So it just took a long time to beat Hades. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dude i found that dude that replenished all mine yeah that sets you so far ahead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's one of the random uh person encounters they're like signified by like an exclamation mark in elysium yeah oh, which guy were you talking about his name is dude, i don't have his name yet he is patroclius he there's no, also I haven't, I haven't met that they're in elysium yeah so in Sisyphus is the uh, it's Sisyphus in uh what's the other one? There's Sisyphus. I've met a bunch of times. Yeah, Sisyphus, Eurydice, and Patroclus are like the random encounters yeah. in each of the three areas. So I've met Eurydice once. She's she's great. Yeah, she's yeah. she's my favorite she one. Seems cool. Um, just because like, her items are really good. Nice. I like Sisyphus. Just <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, just stoked on you. He's like, boulder. oh, what's up? Yeah. What's up, Prince? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's getting easier. I I think it's just so, I mean, it is to a point where I feel like I can make it through like the first two areas really, really easily. Um, but I, it's just so random based on the type of boons and stuff that you get. Like clearly yeah. I have one, it's 15 minute fa- faster than my, my first one. That's crazy. I think. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. That's awesome though. Yeah, um, yeah, they did, did a good job. Just the randomness didn't feel uh, like hindering at all either. It kind of no, yeah. no, I don't think so. No, there's ones no, where I could yeah. tell where I was pretty far, where I was like, uh, I this is pretty weak. I don't think it's gonna do much for me. But um, for the most part, it was just really fun experimenting with like the different uh, builds and abilities and all that stuff. Cool. Uh, now. Uh... I just have a quick question. Yes. Did anyone get far enough to romance anyone? Nope. <laughs> no. Because I'm pretty sure you can romance anyone or anyone that you can talk to over and over in this game. So, uh, Charon, I maxed out as much as I could give him of the um, the nectar. Uh, just because since he ran the shop, I was hoping that I would get some sweet discount. Um you could not romance Karen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I actually had a uh, an encounter with him where there was like a bag of money sitting behind him. And it says 
you know, if you press R that you'll borrow in quotes, $300 or 300 mm-hmm. coin. So I went out there and did it. And then there's like a record scratch. It's like, Reep! and then <laughs> Karen has like a, a big exclamation point that pops up over his head and you fight him. And no way. yeah, he, uh, destroys, he, he destroys <laughs> the first time he absolutely wrecked me. And I was like, God damn it. And the, the second time he, it popped up early enough where I was like, yeah, I mean, if he kills me now, I'm not going to be too mad about it. Um, and if you beat him, he gives you a loyalty card where you get 20% off the ne- the rest of your run. That's awesome. Yeah. It was pretty good. The record scratch <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, that's great. Never mind. You can't romance everyone. I lied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can sure try, though, Nolan. I'm going to. I'm going to try with everyone. Did you run into Thantos? Yeah. Thantos was a good, basically uh, death. No, I did not run Ooh. into Thantos. Ooh, interesting. So he um, pops up every once in a while, and you essentially have a contest of like who can kill the most enemies in like a certain amount of time. Oh, cool. Um, but it seems like there was some romance between Zagreus and Thantos uh, in little, the dialogue. There's a little something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seems like they have a past. It's like he wa- he wants to help you, but he's not really helping you. Yeah, he, I, he seems a little bitter about something that happened. I'm, yeah. I'm not curious. gonna I'm not gonna give you a spoiler, but if you do max out his uh, affinity, you get a little scene. Ooh, so something to look forward to. Interesting. He rarely pops yeah. up in the uh, main underworld area, so I've only been able to gift him gift him some nectar one time yeah i think i've only done one well uh do you guys want to wrap up the dialogue on hades do you have anything else to add anything yeah you want to talk about uh i feel good about this and um i need to play a lot more of it so very nice you got to play 20 hours nolan to get (laughs) (laughs) i'm probably gonna probably i'll probably end up putting 100 hours easy into this game so. Yeah, I think I will easily keep playing it. I there's not a single thing I can point to that I dislike about this game. Um, I will go ahead. I this goes down to a, a story. Um, the way <laughs> Supergiant likes to deliver story, uh, specifically in this game and in their last game, Pyre. Um, Pyre I. I don't mind having to replay or like beat things a few times, mm-hmm. but beating this game 10 times to get the whole story is ridiculous. <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah. I guess that could, yeah. that could be uh, um, a I felt the same way about complaint. Pyre. Like I got through it and I really want like the first playthrough, And I really was hoping that was like, I was going to get the whole kind of story, but you have to keep playing. And, and that game's fun and I like doing that a little bit but I just don't want to I don't want to beat a game eight like ten times mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so I'm gonna because <laughs> yeah. I want to because yeah. it's fun but like after I beat a game I want to be able to focus on side stuff and then you know go from there mm-hmm. but, you don't want to punish yourself and yeah. Cap. Or no, I, w- I want to punish myself like but like on doing challenges and stuff, you know. Not yeah. Like, yeah. Um but 
because uh, typically I'll try to beat a game and then put it down and come back to it. And like, I like having other things to do, you know, to fill that time. Mm-hmm. But, and it like, this is a pretty small, like a uh, complaint, but I definitely, when you, we were talking about it in the discord and I was like 10 fucking times, yeah. I haven't even passed the second level. <laughs> yeah. <yet." laughs> it's a, it's a so. lot. 10 is a lot. Yeah, I saw some some people on Twitter saying like, "Oh, finally rolled credits on uh, Hades," and I was like, you know, after the third time, I was like, "Well, do you actually run credits? Like, how long does that take?" And then, yeah, ten times, I was like, Whoo! <laughs> "Yep, yep." But I mean, uh, it's still crazy fun. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm ha- I. I will say I've had moments where I've had to just set it down though. Just had to relax a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, fair. that's the great thing about roguelikes is like, yeah, you, you do a run, you do a couple of runs and you're like, you're good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, this one's just kind of unique because there's a constant story going on through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, this is a, a 10 out of 10 game for me. Um, and I would say a leading candidate for a game of the year, in my opinion. I don't, yeah. I can't think of anything that really, really tops this at the moment. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't either. It's definitely um, up there for me as well. Yeah. That highly, highly recommend it. It's, it's, it's up there. I don't think it's my favorite, but there hasn't been too much this year. So I would say that's definitely top. I, yeah, I, I've seen Hades mentioned in the conversation a couple times, which was a little surprising to me before we played it, just because indies typically don't get that kind of recognition. Um, yeah. The other ones I saw up there were like The Last of Us Part Two, um, which, no. in my opinion, is not up there yeah. for me, anyways. I'm sure it's there for a lot of people. Um, Animal Crossing is another one that I've seen. Um, I mean, it's good, but yeah, <laughs> uh, the resident evil remake, one of the ones that came out this year. Sorry. I was oh, just, look- I was just looking at the list. Nemesis? Yeah. I think there just hasn't been a lot of, Oh, ghost of Tsushima is another one that I've seen mentioned. Um, but damn, this game's fucking good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's awesome. I love it. I'm having a blast playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Final good. Fantasy VII Remake is another one that's on some lists. Doom Eternal is on this list that I'm looking at. So, uh, yeah, it's fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, game of 2020 is to- definitely Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 <laughs> It's good. Yeah, it's, it's so it's good. really good. <laughs> cool. I mean, Cyberpunk yeah. still comes out in 2020, Nolan. Uh, we'll see. Uh, they said... We'll see. Uh, he said it's not going to be eligible for the game awards this year. Yeah, that's that's one one. That's the game awards though. That's not necessarily everybody's game of the year. Yeah, he doesn't Should... decide what the game is for <laughs> everyone. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I mean, I'm a fan, but come on. <laughs> that's for the game awards. It doesn't make yes. the deadline. Cool. Anything else you guys right want to on add about Hades? No, get, uh, give it a try if you haven't played it. Great. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's on, like, everything. Uh, It's on Switch and PC only. Oh, what? Yeah. 
I thought it was on PlayStation and Xbox. It's not yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, then uh, never mind. But the game we're playing next month is, Nolan. Mm, nice. <laughs> what maybe, is that? Yeah, maybe that's what you're looking at. So for the month of you're... November, we are going to play Spiritfarer uh, by Thunder Lotus Games. It is billed as an adventure game, a construction and management simulation, and a platform game. I've also like seen it labeled things. as a cozy management sim, which sounds real nice and comforting in the, t- <laughs> the times we nice. live in. Yeah. Um, it was released August 18th of this year. It's on Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Google Stadio, Windows, Linux, Mac OS. Uh, it is on Game Pass for Xbox and PC. Um, and for some reason, I am missing the synopsis. So give me one second. I'm surprised it's not on... A phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's gonna be if it's gonna be on that many systems. Uh the main character uh, Stella becomes a spirit fairer whose job is to fairy fairy spirits of the deceased to the afterlife. That's the synopsis. Nice. That's a good I don't like wanna know anything past that. Um Yeah. I've heard great things. I've actually seen this one mentioned in the game of the year conversation as well. By well, we're, people. well we're getting on the boat yeah we're, I, uh, we're on the boat baby this is um, this company is cool too because they do a lot of hand drawn animation mm. in their games they did Sundered uh, which is like an all hand drawn metroidvania game mm-hmm. and yeah I'm excited yeah nice. it, looks, it looks awesome yeah it does look I really good Danny, I watched the trailer uh, today uh, it's got a 10 out of 10 on Steam currently, 9 out of 10 from IGN, uh, 85 out of 100 by PC Gamer. So Nice. nice. We might Sweet. be playing back-to-back bangers. I like it. <laughs> it's how we, end the, end, like it. how we end the year. That's right. Uh, what are you guys going to play it on? Uh, probably do um, the Game Pass if it's on there. It is. Yeah, it, it is, is on there. I'm going to probably download it right tonight on PC. Nice. I think I'm going to go, you know, nothing nothing says cozy like the Nintendo Switch. So even though <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. I have that Xbox coming next week. I think I'm going to do Spirit Fair on this on the Switch. It's just such nice. a good little indie machine, you know. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably the best way to do it, honestly, but Dude, Yeah. It really is. It really is just like the perfect the perfect machine. Cool. The perfect vessel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that'll do it for us for the month of October. Um, if you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us out. Send us any feedback. We want to know what you thought about Hades. We want to know what you think about Spirit Fair. We want to know what games you want to play in future months or any uh, you know feedback on the show. Videogamerations at gmail.com. Twitter at VG Rations, and in our bio there you can find a link to our Discord channel. Come, server. come chat with us. Yeah, come chat with us. Come and hang out. It'd be fun. Come hang out. It'd be fun. Um, I'm gonna be on Xbox this month. I'll be playing all sorts of games I haven't played before. So let's let's play some Damn. games together. And I'm gonna be on PlayStation Five. All right. No. Next week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, add a little drama. Yeah, get the rivalry into the mix. You know, there's no rivalry. <laughs> it's all love, baby. It's all love. 
Cool. I mean, I, I don't still know. have, I still been, have my PlayStation really, uh, 4. I still have PlayStation Plus. Smacking that PlayStation Plus. pretty hard. <laughs> I'm not. I don't hate it. I just. Uh, you just. You just can't get over that. That look. What look? Oh, no. <laughs> I, just, I just build a. Put a box around it and put some vent holes in the top. <laughs> Did you see? I posted an article uh, last week that that company that you um oh yeah we're talking about fabricating cases and plate plate they got, a cease and de- they got a cease and desist yeah they, they got, got a- shut shut down basically so yeah they it was plate platestation.com which is a genius name they got that they got here, uh yeah. in trouble for the name so then they changed their name and now they can't even make the plates at all which i don't know how <laughs> that is uh enforceable at all yeah that, blow, yeah. that blows my mind it's a piece of plastic that you snap onto the playstation yeah, I don't. I don't. That's know. like somebody yeah. like somebody saying you can't make a case for a phone. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's true. All right. Well, maybe your uh, uh, warranty's voided if you take those plates. The off. plates. <laughs> no, you're supposed to be able to take them off to vacuum out the the fan. Yeah, the that's fan one will... of the advertised features. <laughs> oh, it's right next to the blowport. Yeah, the blowport. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for us for the month of October, and we'll catch you guys uh, next month when we play Spirit Fair. See ya. See you guys.